about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton, the one who works from home in Knaresborough, mostly anyway, weekdays between 10 and 2. You can listen via this website, yourharrogate.co.uk, if of course that's where you're listening to this podcast. You can also download the free app, you can get your smart speaker to play the radio station, and you can get us in the car when you're out and about across the Harrogate area via DAB radio. It's been a good week of podcasts. We've focused on a fabulous show that took place last night at Harrogate theatre if you went along i hope you enjoyed bring me sunshine a big tribute to a great guy phil Lowe. also this weekend over in the french alps a nasborough lady jackie hargrave also known as open water woman she's part of team gb taking part in the international ice swimming championships so you can listen to that podcast which is available right now and in this episode as we like to do at the end of the week focusing on all things football one game of local interest takes place tonight actually friday the 13th leeds united away to aston villa in the premiership and there's lots of home matches as well all our local sides at home in fact nairsborough against silston this weekend also harrogate railway they play Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, against Nostal Miners Welfare. But we're focusing on Harrogate Town, who plays Stevenage at the Environment Stadium. I've been chatting to George Thompson, who recently made his 250th appearance for town, and he's got a new contract to celebrate too. But first of all, Nairsborough Town women, who have started where they left off in 2022 with a fantastic win. They play their first home match of 2023. This weekend, they're against Lower Hopton. And I've been catching up with the first team coach, Mike Bly. So, Mike, good to catch up with you. And um, fantastic for Nairsborough Town women, the fact that you've you've played eight, you've won eight, a 12-0 thumping last week. What pleased you most about that? Uh, what pleased me most was how keen and sharp the players looked after a, a two, three-week layoff. From the very first whistle, it, it was quite clear to see that we meant business. And that was really, really reassuring. Looking at the table, which is in front of me now, it's brilliant reading. A goal difference of 88. That's <laughs> that's some going. It, it is. And it, to be fair, Pete, it's, it's pleasing that we're getting goals from all over the park. We're not reliant on just the one or two top goal scorers there's a fair share around the squad and that's the pleasing thing. I mean, this time of year in the men's game, certainly everybody's talking about the January transfer window. Is it a similar situation for the women's league uh, or, or how does it work? Can you can you take on new players? Are you going to take on any new players? Or Yeah, it's funny you should mention that. So um, the January transfer window, uh, we have a different kind of transfer window at the level we currently play. So we can sign players up to March I am in the market for another player and we are probably going to be looking to sign one in the next week or two just to add a bit of squad depth after a couple of nasty injuries that have uh, ruled a couple of the ladies out for the remainder of the season or at least the best part of this second half of the season. And I've been, well, as you know, I like to uh, speak to other managers within the the game locally around the, the Harrogate area. I know that Harrogate Town the men's team in particular have been struggling with illness over the festive period. Has that been a problem uh, for the ladies or or are you all keeping fit and well at the moment? Yeah, no, we're keeping fit and well. Um, I think thankfully, to a degree, 
Harrogate Town are uh, training every day, so they're amongst each other every day. So there's a higher chance of them potentially passing a few things off. With us only training once a week for a couple of hours and then game days, the touch time's quite limited. So we've been quite fortunate to be able to field a, a settled squad, really. Good stuff. And and with regards to training, how tricky is it this time of year when we've got all the rain and, and the weather's up against so many teams do you have to do it predominantly inside or no I'm, I'm a firm believer that we have to train in the conditions that we could end up playing in um so it prepares us uh, mentally and physically for for that element battle as well as the footballing battle there's no point in uh, wrapping the girls up in cotton wool. Um, they've got to be out there facing it because it's the one thing in football or any sport, really, that you just can't control. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely outside. It's not ideal at times in terms of the quality of session with the wind blowing the ball around a bit more than normal. But if anything, it sharpens the senses of the ladies to be on their game. Very good. And um, uh, with regards to this weekend's match, first home game of 2023, Aloha Hopton are the opponents. What are you expecting from that particular match? Another absolute thumping? or? Um, well, we, I know the first team for Lower Hopton are flying and they are, they are a very good side. We're yet to play or even look at Lower Hopton this season. So this is a first encounter for us. I'm expecting a tough opening and hoping that we can assert ourselves quite early in the game to settle the nerves and then get into a, a rhythm and a flow. So I'd be happy with a 1-0 as long as we keep winning. But um, I'm sure the ladies would like to encapsulate and probably go for a, another good victory. But um, they're going to have to work hard. Well, fingers crossed. And, and just finally, Mike, we're running a competition at the moment where we're asking people to tell us what their biggest hope of 2023 is. With regards to you and Nairsborough Town women, what is your biggest hope this year, besides promotion, obviously? Uh, besides promotion, our, our biggest hope is really to be put into a challenging league at the end of the season. One that's really going to test and develop the ladies further, kind of catapult Nairsborough Town women into a bit more of a limelight. A real statement for us would be either the West Riding one um, or we'll look at the North Riding leagues, something that's really going to challenge the talent that we've actually got coming through and not just from the Nairsborough Town women, but also from the our partnership with the Nairsborough Celtic ladies. They've got some exciting young talent coming through there as well that I'd like to include in the exposure. So that, that would be our thing that we'd like to look at in 2023, a good challenging league for next season. That'd be great. I didn't realise, uh, so, so it's not as simple as from the fourth division you move up to third, you, you can actually appeal, can you, and, and go up higher? That's our hope. Uh, obviously, it is down to the FAs uh, to discuss that and agree on that, and along with the, the league managers will have a say in that, in terms of um, we've had played quite a few higher oppositions this year and we've had got good relationships with them. They'll know what we're about. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, try and get a little bit higher up the leagues or if not, move to a more challenging league that will, will really challenge the ladies. This 
is the Your Harrogate podcast. And a big thanks to Mike for chatting to me at Your Harrogate. What do you think? Double figures for the ladies again this weekend? In League Two, Harrogate Town's men take on high-flying Stevenage. That's at the Environment Stadium. Nick Hancock's going to be on the pitch before and during half-time too. And I've been speaking to midfielder George Thompson, who is celebrating signing a contract extension. It was a no-brainer for me, really. It was, you know, I've been here, this is my sixth season and had some great memories and success over the last six years. So for me, it was, it's the place I want to, I want to be for as, as long as I can. So yeah, as soon as the opportunity came about, it was, uh, it was an easy decision, yeah. Over 250 appearances for you now. What do you love about playing for the gaffer, your teammates and for the fans as well? I've always really enjoyed the feel of the club and the tight-knit, changing rooms and staff it's just a great place to go to work really and I love going into training every day and you know I look forward to going into training and playing games and it always helps when you do play sort of I've been lucky enough to to play you know week in week out most seasons and that always helps because it it, you sort of get into a rhythm and it's what you want to do as a footballer you want to be playing games week in week out so just been, you know, somewhere that I've really, really enjoyed my football and hopefully that can continue. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Josh noticed this afternoon, actually, that Josh Coley, who's unfortunately had to go back to Exeter, he's uh, he's tweeted that it's one of the best dressing rooms he's ever experienced. Is it simply that that kind of family feel? I know it's a bit cliched saying that you're one big family, but, but there is very much a family mentality about it, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that is how it actually is. And I think sometimes it is quite easy to say that a dressing rooms, you know, it's got a good atmosphere and, you know, good people and stuff. But over the years, that's exactly what we've had every single season. And we've always tried to sort of the lads that have been here a long time. We've always wanted the change room to be somewhere that new lads can fit into and integrate into really easily because that's probably the most daunting thing about football is going into a new changing room and I think if you can make that transition as easy as possible for other people to come into then I think it makes the whole process a lot easier it also helps when when the gaffer brings in such good characters all the time and it just means that the group as a whole connects and and gets along really well and I think you can see that and or have seen that in the success that we've had so, yeah, I think it plays a massive part of the changing room, definitely. And in your time at the club, George, where, where does this period rank with regards to how tough it's been so far? Yeah, it's, it is tough at the minute. I'm not going to lie about it. It's, you know, we're not not used to being in the position that we're in, but it's not something that we'll shy away from. It's a tough league, League Two, but it's also a league that if you can string three, four, five, six results together, you're all of a sudden looking at a completely different picture there's still a long way to go obviously in the season so we're not looking at it and thinking feeling sorry for ourselves kind of thing we've got to concentrate on what we can control um, which is our performances and hopefully those performances then lead to results and off the back of that we'll start moving up the table but just got to work hard make sure we're doing the right things on and off the pitch and, and hopefully we get ourselves away from the position that we're in at the minute. Is it as simple as shoring up the defence and, and problems fixed or do you think there's far more to it than that? I don't think you can, or I wouldn't like to as, as a player, just start pointing fingers at, at certain areas. You know, we score goals as a team and we defend as a team. 
it's sort of as as simple as that. So if we're conceding goals, I think we naturally will look at ourselves as as a whole, as a unit, and look at where we can be better and make sure that we do that. So I think we can always improve and there's always areas that we can get better and um, we'll be striving to do that because that's the only way as a team we will start to get those results. Yeah, of course. Now, Anthony O'Connor has been added to the squad. Is that, is that a player that you've come across before? Do you know him? or I know of him. Obviously, the gaffer said that he wanted to bring in a couple, I think, this month. Obviously, it's a tough month to bring people in. It's, you know, the Sky Sports News on at the minute and there's stuff going on here, there and everywhere. So, obviously football league experience so hopefully it's another good body to have in added to the squad and how much are you all relishing taking on high-flying stevenage who are going to be uh, absolutely bouncing i would imagine after their uh, feet in the fa cup knocking out villa and and, and a, you know hopefully a chance for you guys to to bounce back after the colchester defeat yeah of course they're they're flying top end of the league and obviously like you say the villa result the other day so they're going to be bouncing off the walls probably so it's another tough game but every game's tough in this league you can't take anyone for granted even if you're at the top end of the table or at the bottom so it's we've got to go out and deliver a, a performance that's going to get us a positive result and we've just got to take it one game at a time and see where that takes us and just finally George what would you say to any town fan who's being a bit doom and gloom at the moment and fearing the worst for this season all I'd say is that we are working and we will continue to work as hard as possible going forward to get ourselves up the table and bring some more joy, really, because we know that the results on the whole haven't been good enough at the minute and we're striving to get that consistency and, and hopefully in the second half of the season we can do that and put smiles on faces. You'll have a gate.